Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not Cause the dreams bring back all the memories Of everything we've been through Hi folks Gabriel here Brookfield Boys Part 11 Court Part 3 I've got all the money together And my mom sold my car for the rest of that my lawyer needs and I just about have enough for him to come in, Your Honor. What's his name? The judge asked. Mr. Taylor, I said. He says he's excited to take the case, but he's not going to do it until he has the full retainer, Your Honor. Well, I don't blame him, the judge said. These are pretty serious charges. Yes, Your Honor, that's what he said, too. He said he could get me off because they were ridiculous and somebody was after me. Oh, like whom, the judge asked. Well, he said, my lawyer said it was, maybe I shouldn't say nothing, but he said the police must have it in for me. There's no way I could have done 80 counts of battery at once. Well, He's got a point there, he said. I'll give you 30 days. But that's it. You better come ready. I said, oh, Your Honor, thank you so much. I'll be there. I've lost everything because of this. What little I had, my mom, I don't want to hear it. 30 days. Bang. He put the gavel down. Next. Well, the fourth and final hearing date came. And honest to goodness, there was only one. As I told you before, there's always one that has none better to do. I had whittled all the riot, the gaggle of people and their fathers and mothers down to one man and his son. And they were going to show me that his father, I could tell, this is one of the sons that had a broken arm, okay? And the guy had glasses on, no neck. Not because he was strong, he just didn't have a neck. Kind of weird. But, oh well, I'm not judging. I just wish he hadn't been there. And you could tell he was probably accountant or something like that. And he had the time to stick it out to the end. Now, if he had not shown up, It would have been thrown out right then and there. When I saw him, though, my heart kind of sank. Okay, Bob, what are you going to do? 
Bob such and such. I came to the podium. I said, Your Honor, if I could please request a public defender. My lawyer wanted too much money, and I just couldn't find the rest of it. So I'm throwing myself at the mercy of the court. Bailiff, get this man a young man, a public defender. So I went back to a room and uh, introduced myself to him, and he introduced himself to me. And I know these guys. They're going to try and buddy up with you and get what they need. And they're going to tell the prosecute what they really think of you. So you better play it all the way through, folks. I've played this game before with these uh, PDs or public defenders. You can't be honest with them because they're going to screw you every time. They just want you off their books. They, like I said, just like the cops do, they try to butter you up, buddy up with you, and so that you'll brag about yourself, whatever you did, and they'll use it in court against you. But, like I said, I knew it, so I played the victim. I told him what happened. I said, I was sucked, which is the truth. You all, if you've heard the episode of the fight, I was sucked into a pile of human bodies. I was there. Yes, I was there, but I was sucked into a pile and I was at the bottom. I couldn't breathe. And the little tears starting to come out. You gotta sell it, folks. I must have I must have passed out. Because the next thing I remember, one of my buddies was slapping me, trying to wake me up. I was there. I w I don't know who the ringleader was there. But I was there. I'm telling you, I was there. But it wasn't me. I gave him some name of a guy that I knew was dead, Tom somebody. And I said, I think that was the ringleader. I'm not, I was just there to watch. And this happened to me. Like I said, I got sucked into a pile of guys and I passed out. From all the weight on my chest when I woke up and this guy slapping me, he ain't my buddy no more. I saw everybody running, so what did I do? I started running. Honestly, I couldn't see much of anything. I was still trying to catch my breath. I guess the breath was sucked out of me. And and this is what happened to me. One of my buddies was helping me under my arm and getting me out of there before the police officers came. I really hurt 
I really was. I got crushed under all those bodies. And while they were saying you were the ringleader, and the guy said, were you the ringleader? So did you hear that? He still, after all that performance, he asked me that. What a jerk. The police didn't like me much. I would, I'm poor, and I would do stupid stuff, and they'd always catch me. And that, what kind of stupid stuff? I'd steal a gallon of milk from my mom and sisters, that kind of stupid stuff. And they had to pin it on somebody, and I'm the one. You're telling me, the guy said, the public defender, that you stole milk for your mom and said, we're poor, sir, you don't understand, we're poor. Sometimes I'm afraid to go to school because I don't have anything to wear. But I want to tell you right now, if the judge will allow, I have a job opportunity in Ohio. I'll be heading up my very own uh, phone room, and I'll be selling light bulbs. He said, light bulbs? I said, oh, yes, sir. Light bulbs, that's where I've been getting my money. I've been working in Berwyn, and I take the bus there every day. It's a uh, 80 cents each way, and I've done so well that they said that um, they're going to give me a promotion. Well, I don't understand selling a lot. Well, what we do is, and then I went into it, you know, made a big, long presentation and really tried to bore them with information. What we do is we go, we sell to churches and uh, grocery stores and large warehouse and stuff like that. And um, where the orders are big, it's not just one light bulb it could be a library or it could be here and i looked up at the lights and i said we even sell to municipal courts i said we sell to all the janitors around the country and it's a wonderful i mean i never thought i'd be the boss of anything so you know and the boss asked me if i could go to uh, Ohio to train my own office there. And I had to tell him the truth and that I got blamed for something I didn't do. Hear that? Hear what I just said? And I didn't do, but I'm trying to work it out, I told him, my boss. He says, well, if you don't work it out, then I have to let you go. And I said, no, sir, no, sir, I don't, I'll work it out. If I don't, then I have to go to jail anyway, but I'll work it out. They can't put an innocent man in jail. There's no way if you tell the truth. And this is one of those opportunities that only come in a lifetime, sir.
the public defender asked, could you get an affidavit stating such? Oh, no problem. Are you kidding? Yes, sir. No problem at all. Then he said, I don't know if we're going to give you a continuance to get this affidavit, but let me talk to the prosecutor and see what we can come up with. I knew I was lying through my teeth, but he wanted to see my reaction to that question. Oh, heck yeah, I'll get a piece of paper. My sister's got real good penmanship, and we have a uh, a little thing that we do on the side anyways. Um, when somebody needs a job, you know, we give them our phone number. You can't do that now because social media, but back then you could give them your phone number and... Um, they wouldn't, uh, and if they call, you say, eat at Joe's, how can I help you? Joe's Pizza, how can I help? Oh, yeah, he's been working here two years. He's a very good employee. You know, that kind of stuff. You can't do it now. Anyways, he wanted to see my reaction if he asked that question. And I knew it was coming as soon as, you know, he said affidavit. I've been here before, guys. Remember? You're right. It is a little fantastic. And they put, to put this all on one person, he said, yes, sir, finally, someone, yes, sir, thank you so much, sir. This is what he was saying. It was crazy 80 counts of somebody must have been after after me. I waited a little while in the office and that I was in, and the public defender came back and spoke. The prosecutor wants the judge to dismiss the case. If you can guarantee you're leaving, how would I do that? I asked, "How I'll go buy the bus ticket right now and show him. No, that's not necessary. Let's go this way. If you get in any trouble whatsoever in the next six months in Cook County, then we know that you've lied, and he'll charge you with everything. I said, no problem. Let me finish the public defender stint. So you're going to get six months probation. You don't have to show back up because you'll be in Ohio. But I, I, I promise, I promise I'm gone. I'm so gone. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. <sighs> You don't know what this means, sir. And I started crying. You know, crocodile tears works every time. You know, I mean, you got to give them what they want. Yet, we have to wait to see if the judge will comply 
what we both are suggesting to him. I went back out in the courtroom and I sat down. This was going to be the last case on the docket. So I put my sad face on and my baby face and I had my glasses on. He called me up to the podium and the prosecutor recommends that we dis miss this case on the grounds he's leaving town and leaving the state. Is that correct? Yes, Your Honor, the prosecutor said. I have a good job. He has a job in Ohio. Well, I hope so because if we have anything like this show up with him at all, we're going to charge him with everything. Do you understand what I just said, young man? Yes, Your Honor. And I started crying. Thank you so much. I won't let you down, sir. We'll see. We'll see. And with that, he hit the gravel down and it was dismissed. Well, the holdout in the back, the guy in the back was the last holdout. He was mad. I mean, he was so mad that the judge almost had to remove him and get him out of there for contempt. What what I didn't tell you was that Daryl and I was working as a cook and a bartender over at Harvey's Countryside Inn, and we were heading for California anyways, to his aunt's house in Santa Monica. But that's another episode in T's Ocean House Cafe.